Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We do this every day. I'm Pat Mulroy, the supervisor of the World of Learning Institute. The World of Learning Institute provides virtual world language instruction and other courses like calculus or chemistry when it's difficult for a school or a district to find a teacher. Today, we are here to talk about what we do every day that makes virtual learning authentic, relevant, and engaging. And you can contact me at pmulroy at worldoflearninginstitute.com. That's P-M-U-L-R-O-Y at worldoflearninginstitute.com for more information. So today I am super excited to talk to Lauren McMinn, who you all have heard from recently, and she's a regular here on the World of Learning. We do this everyday podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about conferences and um, how we get really excited to go to conferences and present and also to be learners ourselves. And uh, so Lauren, why don't you just tell us a little bit, you've been traveling a little bit, right? That's right. Yeah. So I, first, I just want to say thank you for, you know, investing in conferences and encouraging us to go. Um, feel really lucky whenever we get the opportunity to do that. Um, love the opportunity to learn with, you know, like-minded people, people in the same sort of path as you, and also people on different paths, because, yeah. um, you know, that's when you get a really full experience about, you know, just, they're all about education. You know, it's just so many different ways that people are helpers in education and people are coming up with new ideas and um, sharing is the best. And I think educators in general are really great about sharing. So I just always have a lot of gratitude when I think about um, conferences. And yeah, so Olivia and I went to ACTFL, the uh, annual conference in Boston, which was really wonderful. Will you just yes. tell people what ACTFL is? Because I'm not yes. sure everybody who's listening will know what ACTFL is, even though it's like really familiar for us. Yes, that's right. So all these acronyms. Um, so, you know, it's the American Council on the Teaching of Foreign Languages, but I think they just go by ACTFL. But um, yes, yeah, so it's basically, it's like the Super Bowl for world language teachers. <laughs> you know, it's it was, I think there were 6,000 of us there. Um, and language teachers are just really fun people in general, not to toot my own horn, but you you are really fun. I have to admit that working with world language teachers for the last 10 years or so um, has been very exciting and, and it culturally expansive as well. Not just that you're fun, but you all have these like really kind of broad experiences in culture, you know, make me feel happy. That's right. And everybody is really open. Everybody's just really lovely. And um, Olivia and I co-presented twice, which felt like a huge honor. I had all these, you know, you have this, you have your conference um, name tag that you wear. And I had all these, all this flair on it. I had, um, you know, first time attending, yeah, (laughs) yeah, presenting. I felt just really honored. Somebody was sitting next to me. She said, wow, it's your first time coming to Actful and you're presenting? So I just felt really lucky and, and, and really excited about that. So Olivia and I presented on the inquiry-based model to make input compelling. And then also elementary students can learn a language virtually. And um, those both went really well. But I, my big takeaways, um, I would say, would be from, it was unexpected. You know, it was the, key, the keynote speaker was Chef Jose Andres. And he just oh. really inspired me. He 
if you don't know about him, Pat, you watch Food Network. So oh, I think yeah, you yeah, know I about Chef him. Andres, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I had had like positive connotations about him. And I just thought, oh, okay, like they're they're inviting this guy because, you know, he's like a celebrity chef. That was all I knew about him, basically. Oh, and okay. I knew that he's Spanish, you know, and that, you know, so he's from Spain and um, a language learner, you know, like learning, you know, English and everything. But um, I had no idea about like the World Central Kitchen and what he does for, with his humanitarian efforts. And, yeah, why don't you tell um, people a little bit about that? Because maybe everybody like you just like kind right. of sees him as a celebrity chef. Right. So he goes into difficult situations and feeds people, basically. So it could be, you know, um, after natural disasters in war torn countries. And and right before he was to, to speak, we were all sitting in this big hall and they said, um, we regret to inform you that Chef Jose Andres will not be here live. It, we have a pre-recorded broadcast for you because he um, is in the newly liberated city of Kherson in the Ukraine. And so he is actually feeding people there right now. And we had the chance to speak with him last night and interview him and here's the recording. And there was like a collective, people were like, oh, you know, disappointed. And then they were like, oh, like, wow, that's so amazing that Chef Andre was doing this, you know? And so we just, and his messages, everything he said, he just was, um, he was just so lovely. What a wonderful human being. Um, he was just so he directed, you know, everything he said was just, you know, food is love. And, you know, when you're a baby, the first, you know, love that you get is somebody feeding you, you know, holding you and feeding you, you know, and um, that his big idea is just to build longer tables, not higher ones. And he said, you know, language teachers, you guys, you're building longer tables, you're building highways, you know, you're connecting people. And so he is a language learner. He also speaks French and just talked a lot about his his um, journey as an immigrant too. you know, coming to a different country and and how he survived and, and flourished. And um, so I loved everything. It was just so many nuggets in there. Um, and so I'm a big fan of his now and I know more about him and I'm um, you can check out his, his website, what he does, the world, um, central kitchen. And there's a update from Kirsten right now and everything yeah, we'll that he's doing. We'll definitely link that, mm -hmm. you know, we'll definitely link that yeah. in, in our notes. Um, yeah. I think that's really cool. And I know that you got to meet some other really special people while you were at Actful. Um, yes. Yes. We got to see the other people at, from world of learning. So, yeah, so, so I cool, got to right? see yes. those people had you met face to face before. I had met Lucy, one of our French and Arabic teachers um, before, because we actually both lived in Massachusetts at the time. So it was one of those connections we could make. We had had coffee once. So that was really great to see her again. I hadn't met Laura face to face, one of our German instructors and Caroline. I had never met face to face our Arab, uh, one of our former Arabic instructors. And so really great to have a, have a world of learning sort of little yeah. reunion or meeting. Yeah. yeah at actually. Uh, gathering exactly we had you know we were sharing sweets we had some cookies and stuff together and took our picture and it was really really great and then there were like celebrity sightings it felt like celebrities in the world learn like language learning world um there's like martina bex i like passed by her i was like it's martina bex you know so <laughs> exciting <laughs> ben tinsley is is um another person i was really excited to to see he does really amazing work with map talks and um just in general social justice and, and everything. So I I was just, Olivia had really talked up Actful. I had never been to it before. 
course I know ACTful as a language teacher, but I had never been to the conference and she, I mean, you can't, it cannot be overstated how amazing that conference yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. I went to the conference probably eight years ago and it was in Toronto at the convention mm. center. And mm -hmm. like you said, it is like a Super Bowl. I mean, it was yeah. the biggest convention that I, I mean, it was on floors and floors. And I mean, Toronto is no small city. Yeah. And it literally like took over yes. so much space at the convention center, which was amazing. And it definitely, um, it definitely, um, and, and the number of opportunities you have to meet and connect with like super, like you said, super friendly, like very open to mm -hmm. meeting people. Um, yeah, Actful is just really great. Um, mm -hmm. What are some of the things you want to do now that you've been there? What are some of the things that you've learned and you mm. think, oh, this will be like, let me put this at the top of my like dreams. Oh, yeah. So, so, so many good things. There were sessions, every session I attend, I mean, the caliber of like the, the presenters was just like top notch. So I so just cute. everything. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, we did present. But, you know, when you're sitting there and you're just everything is like, oh, I want to do that one to that. Lots of, you know, I attended a, a presentation called But What About the Grading, right? Because with the proficiency model, how do you grade, uh, you know, when students are all on their own paths and they're they're mastering these skills, how do you put a number to that? And what is fair, you know, um, for the effort and how much students are, are working. So um, that was really interesting to me. I want to learn and dig more into like, how do we grade students? Um, how do we measure um, their success in our courses? Um, I just dove right into the French world because I am in the process of redesigning the French curriculum. Um, I attended really amazing top uh, sessions on sustainability in Tahiti, in the, which is a French-speaking um, island, and then um, the French Caribbean, and also um, Map Talks. I, I went to Ben's presentation, and that really is inspiring me in thinking about the French One curriculum. His whole idea of getting students to talk about where they currently live, like learn the geographical terms, and then talk about where others live, you know, connecting oh, where yeah. you live, your immediate surroundings, and applying that to somewhere else um, is really powerful. Um, and just creating that positive sense of self and where you come from is is the way to respect others and say, well, like they also have come from a place that they love and that is important to them and, and respecting each other's, um, you know, place of origin. I just think yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. So. Um, and then attended Carla's um, teaching for social justice um, presentation was really interesting. They had a, a giveaway. I love when they have a giveaway. <laughs> Sometimes the sessions will have a little something. And they had this really cool unit on multicultural Paris um, teaching with the social justice standards. Um, and there's just so much to dig into. I bought a book. I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, actual isn't the only place you were either, right? Didn't That's you right. Like, do a little bit more jet setting. <laughs> Went from Boston. Did. did the East yeah. Coast, North, uh -huh. and South, right? Yep. Down to Atlanta for the AESA conference, which is the American Educational um, Service Agencies Conference, and um, that was a different, a totally different um, environment. You know, this was. Um, educational service agency specific. So similar to like how our IUs are. Um, and I learned that not everywhere, nowhere else did I hear the uh, intermediate units 
being used yeah, a lot of uh, you know it's a different term New York, mm-hmm. is somewhere else yep yeah yeah, yeah esas or right. you know yep mm-hmm. so there's yeah there's we all call ourselves different things but really cool because it's just people from all over the country who do really similar things to you and and they're making decisions um and helping their districts um and that was what i really took away from asa is that everyone it's a very like service oriented thing, you know, when you are in an intermediate unit or an educational service agency, it's in the name, <laughs> but yeah. you know, you have so many people who you're trying to help, you know, you have your districts, you have the people in that school, and then you have the students and the parents So the community, the, the net is really wide that you're trying to reach. And so, so many great nuggets or tips from that, um, that whole, I, I attended so many sessions. I, I loved, I mean, there were just so much about leadership and also, you know, looking for your own happiness and your, and your goals so that you can serve others, you know, because it is a lot of people in this role who, um, they are in leadership positions and, and, and how can you be a strong leader and, um, help others? You know, you can't help others if you can't help yourself first. It's like putting on your air mask in the airplane. Yeah. Um, so it was really great to just connect with, people doing similar things to the our intermediate unit, but more I was just so happy to connect with people from Appalachia Intermediate, our own yeah. <laughs> in Atlanta, but um, lots of pride for IU8 because I got to see um, Dr. Butler present with Sarah Kay on their trauma-skilled network um, work, which was really amazing. And then Sarah Brambley, Brenda Calhoun, and Janelle Vankis presenting about their STEM lab. Um, I just felt really proud of of what we're doing here in our own educational service agency and well, didn't it you was really present as well so olivia presented a pecha kucha yes she presented her the the classes they wouldn't have taken and it that was a really neat session it was called five innovations in 50 minutes and so it was five different groups of people who had 10 minutes to present and olivia's pecha kucha about what we do is fit right in there because I think it's something like seven minutes long or so. And um, she did an amazing job and um, everybody loved hearing her story. I mean, the the whole format is really compelling with the, just the images and her story. Yeah. And I think a story just carries the day. And you, you know, have that like, recorded, right? I have it recorded. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Maybe we can embed that for folks because I think that's oh, really compelling yeah. too. I've seen her do it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. that's something we could, we could link because I do think I mean, obviously yeah. all of our folks did like amazing things getting out of the mm-hmm. community. I know like, and I don't know if they talked about it, but how Sarah and Brenda and Janelle like leading this STEM initiative, you know, and it, mm-hmm. a lot of it happened during COVID where they ended up um, creating virtual courses so people would know how to use the variety of tools, you know, and yes. then also getting out there into the communities in the summer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if they actually have a bus or if they just have a a van that they take stuff out and work with people. In they have, yeah, and, they have their van. They, yeah, they had a picture of their van. They had really cool videos to show what they do too. And I was really enjoying watching everyone's reactions as, you know, people participating in the session, like the, the spectators, I guess, or the participants, because everybody, you know, there are people from like Iowa or, you know, Michigan who are sitting there and they're like, I want to do that too. And the whole idea is that, you know, you're there to share your initiative or whatever you're doing that's really great so that people can replicate it somewhere else in the country and i just think that that is 
so great that people aren't saying, no, sorry, copyright IUA, you can't, you know, try, try this too bad. You know, they're like, hey, here's here's what the road bumps we hit and here's what we did to solve that. You know, and Lego pieces came back with missing Lego kits came back with missing pieces. This is what we did. How can you and not like just, come back with missing pieces yeah. of Lego? Like I still, I mean, I moved out of the house, but I mean, Lego and little like those little BBs. Yes. Are two things yes. that like you find in every like nook and cranny of your house when you move somewhere absolutely. else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they get sucked up in the vacuum sometimes. You can hear them in there. Yeah. So I just I just love that, that that sharing angle that, you know, here, try this replicate it talk to us like we're here to help you know i think yeah. that's really great yeah that's awesome so yeah yeah and so that really that was like you were on the road it's yep a little exhausting right it's yes exhausting. but i'm also gearing up for pat where we may have texas on the horizon here right we're we do we have Dulac. texas on the horizon <laughs> we're gonna head out to um DLAC, right so it's mm -hmm. digital learning education yeah conference, conference yeah yeah and i'm really mm -hmm. excited about it mike yeah. um who we got to meet through genius our sis mm -hmm. told us it's the conference to go to so and again we're first timers and we are presenting so yep. your presentations <laughs> so i mean i feel good about that and i also love like you said i love learning from other people yeah i was at pascd um i think mm -hmm. while you guys were at actful yeah that's right PASD. you were in hershey yeah, and we got to hear some great speakers. I'm going to have a couple of them actually on our podcast coming up. So y'all can um, look at um, yeah. some of those. We're going to have um, Allison Rodman, who is from The Learning Loop. She does um, professional personalized learning. So mm -hmm. for adults, so she really looks mm -hmm. at those concepts. She's written a couple books and I think her second book or third book might be coming out. So yes. Allie's going to join us on the podcast next in the next couple of weeks. And um, I talked to Craig Martin and uh, Krista Lay, who do a podcast called SEL and EDU. Um, and so um, they're going to come on and talk about um, the idea of how we create welcoming and affirming spaces for all kids um, using some SEL, some of the um, MTSS strategies and things. And, oh, nice. You know, all things. Um, like probably a little bit like the trauma-informed, yeah. you know, trauma-informed care, like you, you know, I'm hearing about that Sarah at the mm -hmm. was doing. So I had yeah. that one. And then lastly, and most exciting, um, we've been working a little bit on storyboarding our curriculum that we heard about from uh, Heidi Hayes Jacobs last year. And this year, Allison Zamuda was at PASCD and did some workshops and keynote it. And so she's actually, she and Heidi Hayes Jacobs are also going to join us on our um, podcast in the, oh, upcoming, nice. in the upcoming weeks. So we all have lots of, um, oh my goodness, more information. So our podcasts are going to be gearing back up. I know we, they been, are. Yeah. We've been a little star studded. Yeah. Star studded. <laughs> like definitely got some people who are, um, people I've admired for a very long time. And, and obviously some new people too. I never met Craig before and was super excited. Um, oh, that's great. Connect with them. So I think lots of good things happen at the world of learning. Um, you know, we get that learning that we happen and then we kind of, you know, look, re mm -hmm. rework our priorities and say, and we're mm -hmm. getting to that point in January. We say, all right, which ones are going to happen in mm -hmm. the coming year? So, mm -hmm. and how do they kind of meet our bigger goal? Because I think some of the things you're talking about 
um, you know, I just think about Chef Andres and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that longer table. How do we, how do mm-hmm. we really, you know, how do we really live our everyone means everyone? You know, how yeah. do we live that out? And when we look at how grades are happening, when we look at, you know, what learning targets do we have? When we look at mm-hmm. how we level things and um, mm-hmm. so lots of like ways that all of this, all of this learning can be integrated. So, yeah, no, it's, I love it. Yeah. I love so it. Any parting words? Um, yeah, just thank you again. And um, I just feel really grateful to be in the middle of it all getting to present, going to conferences to learn, bringing it back, using it to inform the work. I love it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's great stuff. Well, and I'm mm-hmm. grateful to the IU, you know, yeah. the IU, Dr. Butler, Janelle, the business office, HR. I mean, mm-hmm. think about all the people who make us who we are. You know, we've got Jason yeah. and Carly in the business office and Joyce and Christy mm-hmm. helping us make sure we have plenty of teachers to meet the needs. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh all the payroll people who help us make sure we get paid. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's all, it's all a team effort. So Lauren, thank you so much for joining yes. me. As always, it's a pleasure to talk with you and we will keep doing this every day. So <laughs> for those of you, if you want to know more about what we do, or if you want to get in contact with me about how we might help you, if you can't find a teacher or if uh, you need a long-term sub, we're here to help and uh, you can reach me at pmolroy at worldoflearninginstitute.com. Wishing everybody a great day and we'll hope to see you soon. Come on back and listen in. <laughs>